Get to Old Navy now because this week only there's a new red hot deal every single day. Plus up to 50% off store wide. That's up to 50% off your favorite Old Navy styles. Also get $10 off your next purchase when you buy online and pick up in store. So hurry in and get today's wow worthy fashion pieces at a price you won't believe. Only at Old Navy. Valid 712 to 19. Select styles only. $10 off valid in store only. One time use. Excludes clearance, gift card, register lane items, jewelry. Hey ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Think It Ain't Illegal Yet. I'm your host, St. Clinton. On this show, we'll be playing some poetry, spoken words. And other things about political and social issues going on around the world, both past, present, and future, which will hopefully make you think. Was the wise man wrong to say I belong? In the eye of the storm She hurled her wrath from above Remembering when she was in love Behold, as she falls The soothing sound of the storm Back to where I belong She fell From the wing Of a dove Flirted with chance Gave it a shove Her heart It shone So bright Remembering then The wise man was right Behold as she falls The soothing sound of the storm Moves me back to where I belong Self. I try to bring peace just by being myself. The cards we were dealt does not determine if we win or lose, but life is a gamble and we all have to choose who we wish to become regardless of our past. It is hard to see the light because the darkness is vast. However, this is not how it has to be. It is bigger than us, definitely bigger than me. Do not drop to your knees unless you are praying. 
know to bow down to no one despite what they're saying. You control your destiny and no one else. So I know what is ahead of me and so should yourself. The fires I douse should have never been started. Innocence can definitely be burned by someone cold hearted. Now the dearly departed look down upon us. Our decisions decide if they smile or frown upon us. We must let them rejoice and do things filled with joy. For our children, our future, each girl and boy. For we are men and women that spend time that is borrowed, not promised the next day, though we build for tomorrow. Some hearts are filled with sorrow, I pray that that's drained. And our hearts pump out love and it flows through our veins. For what are we to gain by fighting each other? Death only brings mourning as we kill one another. One morning will see us as brothers and sisters and give foreigners refuge the night of their twisters. Tsunamis, hurricanes, earthquakes, disasters. These are all natural, but together we can heal nature faster. We all need love and so does our planet. For without love, we all perish and vanish. So to those at the top, from us at the bottom, we call cease to all wars, for we've learned for those fought in. Peace and love is the strongest force. It beats in our hearts and seeps through our pores. I pour my heart out so you can see what it's like for those of us with no pies not eating a slice. You won't share a peace and you do not preach peace. You cannot see what is most important to say the least. You could scream at me till your face turns red, but I won't hold my breath till I'm blue in my face. You believe in genocide as if we're better off dead, not realizing we are one human race. We must shelter the homeless and feed the hungry and see the value of life and not our money. Our future is bright, though now it seems like an eclipse. Cause soldiers load clips, hearts turn hollow like their bullets tip. My words are heard by the blind as the deaf read my lips, as I speak for the mute whose voice don't exist. As I lead people in the right direction, you will see how many can be affected by affection. For I make connections that can never be broken. We will try to bring change, this poem's a token of my appreciation for those who stand up for righteousness. Love is the strongest, there is no fighting this. So take my hand as we stand palm to palm, as we all come together, daughters, sons, fathers and moms, and we walk through the chaos and leave it so calm, as we let our leaders know, peace is not brought by bombs. of reason, oceans of wisdom, a collection of voices who understand sanity and dismantling of humanity. Will you be my angel? Will you be my sage? My savior? My savior. My savior. My savior. I am too engaged in politics and poverty, in pending prison terms, in biased news reporting, and the miseducation of our children, and religion, wars overseas, the dying innocent, overblown rhetoric, mediocrity, hypocrisy. I need your heart as a safe space. I yearn for solitude from all the missed opportunities for peace and progress. To have you in this way, I'd be blessed. I protest all of these injustices. I stand with the 1%, even the downtrodden other countries and continents. Not to mention this great recession, starving children, women and men stealing. The blues is revealing. It sings a long song of suffering, stanzas heavy with tears and struggle. The blues will make you hustle in ways you never dreamt of. Blues don't hold love. So I need a break. I need an escape. 
Your presence would help. I can't do this by myself. I am only an island surrounded by pain and heartache. You are the opposite of those blues, ladies. I need everything of the soul that escaped Mexican drug lord Joaquin El Chapo Guzman has allegedly put a hundred million dollar bounty out for the head of presidential hopeful Donald Trump. Yeah, fuck Donald Trump. Donald Trump. Yeah, yeah, fuck Donald Trump. Yeah, Donald Trump. yeah, fuck, yeah, fuck Donald Trump. Yeah, 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 fuck Donald Trump. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Why the fuck is you running for president? Huh? Why the fuck is you running for president? Huh? Fuck Donald Trump. Yeah. Fuck Donald Trump. Fuck Donald Trump. Pop open the trunk, nigga. Grab that pump, nigga. You get slumped, nigga. You want wild ass white boy talking like you drunk, nigga. Use a Bama, nigga. Use a ump, nigga. Shout, shout, shout out. Bernie Sanders. What's up, nigga? Yeah, I fucks with you. Yeah, yeah, I fucks with you. But I'm still not gonna fucking vote, nigga. Them votes don't mean shit, quote unquote, nigga. The fucking government a lie. This world we live in, this shit a lie. It's a lie. Don't you turn the blind eye. Real lie, fucking with Trump. That shit probably make us all die. Yeah. Use a clown, nigga. Clown, fuck from round, nigga. Sit, sit down, nigga. Get hit with that round, nigga. Get your ass gunned down, nigga. Then you used to be a wrestler. What the fuck you doing now, nigga? Y'all try to make El Chapo seem like he bad, nigga. The government killing niggas too. This shit sad, nigga. What worse is he than you? Fuck a badge, nigga. Fuck a cop, nigga. I'm your op, nigga. You probably laugh when a black body drop, nigga. Donald Trump don't get no fuck about the black people. Just stop, nigga. Why you looking out for people that's already good? What you gonna do with people in the hood? Yeah, fuck Donald Trump. Yeah, yeah, fuck Donald Trump. Yeah, yeah, fuck, yeah, fuck Donald Trump. Yeah, yeah. Fuck Donald Trump, yeah, 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 man, real life. Fuck Donald Trump, man. Take your bitch ass back to WWE or some shit. Free El Chapo, man. I take that motherfucking hundred million dollars and knock your bitch ass off, bitch.
for freedom in the history of our nation. Five score years ago, a great American in whose symbolic shadow we stand today signed the Emancipation Proclamation this momentous decree came as a great beacon light of hope to millions of Negro slaves who had been seared in the flames of withering injustice. It came as a joyous daybreak to end the long night of their captivity. But 100 years later, the Negro still is not free. One hundred years later, the life of the Negro is still sadly crippled by the manacles of segregation and the chains of discrimination. One hundred years later, the Negro lives on a lonely island of poverty in the midst of a vast ocean of material prosperity. One hundred years later, the Negro is still languished in the corners of American society and finds himself in exile in his own land. And so we've come here today to dramatize a shameful condition in a sense, we've come to our nation's capital to cash a check. When the architects of our republic wrote the magnificent words of the Constitution and the Declaration of Independence, they were signing a promissory note to which every American was to fall heir. This note was a promise that all men yes, black men as well as white men, would be guaranteed the unalienable rights of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. It is obvious today that America has defaulted on this promissory note insofar as her citizens of color are concerned. Instead of honoring this sacred obligation, America has given the Negro people a bad check, a check which has come back marked insufficient funds. But we refuse to believe that the Bank of Justice is bankrupt. 
We refuse to believe that there are insufficient funds in the great vaults of opportunity of this nation. And so we've come to cash this check, a check that will give us upon demand the riches of freedom and the security of justice. We have also come to this hallowed spot to remind America of the fierce urgency of now. This is no time to engage in the luxury of cooling off or to take the tranquilizing drug of gradualism. Now is the time to make real the promises of democracy. Now is the time to rise from the dark and desolate valley of segregation to the sunlit path of racial justice. Now is the time to lift our nation from the quicksands of racial injustice to the solid rock of brotherhood. Now is the time make justice a reality for all of God's children. It would be fatal for the nation to overlook the urgency of the moment. This sweltering summit of the Negro's legitimate discontent will not pass until that is an invigorating autumn of freedom and equality. 1963 is not an end, but a beginning. Those who hoped that the Negro needed to blow off steam and will now be content will have a rude awakening if the nation returns to business as usual. There will be neither rest nor tranquility in America until the Negro has granted his citizenship rights. The whirlwinds of revolt will continue to shake the foundations of our nation until the bright day of justice emerges. But that is something that I must say to my people who stand on the warm threshold which leads into the palace of justice in the process of gaining our rightful place, we must not be guilty of wrongful deeds. Let us not seek to satisfy our thirst for freedom by drinking from the cup of bitterness and hatred. We must be able to conduct our struggle on the highest plane of dignity and discipline. We must not allow our creative protests to degenerate into physical violence. Again and again, we must rise to the majestic heights of meeting physical force with soul force. The marvelous new militancy which has engulfed the Negro community must not lead us to a distrust of all white people, for many of our white brothers, as evidenced by their presence here today, have come to realize that their destiny is
cannot gain lodging in the motels and the highways and the hotels of the city. We cannot be satisfied as long as a Negro in Mississippi cannot vote and a Negro in New York believes he has nothing for which to vote. No, no, we are not satisfied and we will not be satisfied until justice rolls down like waters and righteousness like a mighty stream. I'm not my unmindful that some of you have come here out of great trials and tribulations. Some of you have come fresh from narrow jail cells. Some of you have come from areas where your quest for freedom left you battered by the storms of persecution. And staggered by the winds of police brutality, you have been the veterans of creative suffering. Continue to work with the faith that unearned suffering is redemptive. Go back to Mississippi. Go back to Alabama. Go back to South Carolina. Go back to Georgia. Go back to Louisiana. Go back to the slums and ghettos of our northern cities, knowing that somehow this situation can and will be changed. Let us not wallow in the valley of despair. I say to you today, my friend, so even though We face the difficulties of today and tomorrow. I still have a dream. It is a dream deeply rooted in the American dream. I have a dream that one day this nation will rise up and live out the true meaning of its creed. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal. I have a dream that one day on the red hills of Georgia, the sons of former slaves and the sons of former slave owners will be able to sit down together at the table of brotherhood. I have a dream that one day even the state of Mississippi, a state sweltering with the heat of injustice, sweltering with the heat of oppression, will be transformed into an oasis of freedom and justice. I have a dream that my four little children will one day live in a nation where they will not be judged by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. I have a dream today. I have a dream that one day, down in Alabama, with its vicious racists, with its governor, having his lips dripping with the words of interposition and nullification. One day right there in Alabama, little black boys and black girls will be able to join hands with little white boys and white girls as sisters and brothers. I have a dream today. I have a dream that one day every valley shall be exalted. Every hill and mountain shall be made low. The rough places will be made plain. And the crooked places will be made straight. And the glory of the Lord shall be revealed. And all flesh shall see it together. This is our hope. This is a faith that I go back to the South with. With this faith.
we will be able to hew out of the mountain of despair a stone of hope. With this faith, we will be able to transform the jangling discords of our nation into a beautiful symphony of brotherhood. With this faith, we will be able to work together, to pray together, to struggle together, to go to jail together, to stand up for freedom together, knowing that we will be free one day. This will be the day, this will be the day when all of God's children will be able to sing with new meaning, my country tears of thee. Sweet land of liberty of thee I sing. Land where my fathers died, land of the pilgrim's pride. From every mountainside, let freedom ring. And if America is to be a great nation, this must become true. So let freedom reign from the prodigious hilltops of New Hampshire. Let freedom reign from the mighty mountains of New York. Let freedom reign from the heightening Alleghenies of Pennsylvania. Let freedom reign from the snow-capped Rockies of Colorado. Let freedom reign from the curvaceous slopes of California. But not only that, let freedom reign from Stone Mountain of Georgia. Let freedom ring from Lookout Mountain of Tennessee. Let freedom ring from every hill and mole hill of Mississippi, from every mountainside. Let freedom ring, and when this happens, when we allow freedom ring, when we let it ring from every village and every hamlet, from every state and every city, we will be able to speed up that day when all of God's children, black men and white men, Jews and Gentiles, Protestants and Catholics, will be able to join hands and sing in the words of the old Negro spiritual, free at last, free at last, thank God Almighty, we are free at last. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, this is Sane Clinton. I just wanted to drop in real quick and say thank you for listening to this show. Whether you listen through iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, TuneIn, Google Plus, Player FM, or any other way, I just want to say thank you. Yeah. Who are you? You don't know. Don't tell me Negro. That's nothing. What were you before the white man named you a Negro? And why don't you now know what your name was then? And where were you? And what did you have? What was yours? What language did you speak then? What was your name? It couldn't have been Smith or Jones or Bunch or Powell. That wasn't your name. They don't have those kind of names where you and I came from. No, what was your name? Where did it go? Where did you lose it? Who took it? And how did he take it? What tongue did you speak? How did the man take your tongue? Where is your history? How did the man wipe out your history? How did the man, what did the man do to make you as dumb as you are right now?
And where were you? And what did you have? And where were you? And what did you have? What was yours? What language did you speak then? What was your name? It couldn't have been Smith. I hired Michael Flynn. I thought he'd be just fine. Told him to cover my ass. He told me to resign. I hired the best people, the biggest Wall Street bankers. I hired Kellyanne. Damn, I'd like to spank her. I hired Michael Flynn to be my little whore. Help Putin make me win To wage a global war I hire the best people The super uber loyal I hire the best people To sell my Trump snake oil I hired Michael Flynn To be my little bitch do my dirty work with a Russian super rich. I hire the best people, the best and biggest donors. I hire the best people, the ones with the biggest boners. I hire Michael Flynn. He told me. Daddy beats me with a stick His Bible says it's right Oh God, how I prayed he'd stop before I died Daddy punched me with his fist To make me a better man I was only four years old My hell had just began me with his belt he learned it from his dad he must have known how I felt how hating him made me sad daddy whipped me with a hose to teach me to be strong I need love not violence when I do something wrong Too hard one day, my brain bounced off the floor Now I don't have to be afraid, he can't hurt me anymore Daddy can't beat me in my grave, I remain forever for I don't have to be afraid, he can't hurt me anymore Smiling in public is against the law Cause love won't get you through life no more Word life, neighbors living in spite Despite tough times, black men spit the roughest rhymes Cause we're in employment lines 
crimes committed, wrong senses are submitted, hell is being documented, stakes is high for single mothers, raising seeds without lovers, it's truly amazing what these statistics and lack of resources discover, do we hate each other or do we hate ourselves, a great question to ask when neighbors are filled with gun shells, rotten teenagers drugged up adolescents struggling in school, takes me back to my son said, daddy I don't want to go to school, cause the teacher's a jerk, he must think I'm a fool. High food and gas prices, electric bills have skyrocketed. People live in poverty while deals are made, money's pocketed. Corporations have the same rights as people. The state of politics is unbelievable. Campaigns are bought. The poor can't buy a politician. When will the masses win? When will there ever be restrictions? The banks are thieves and robbers wanting to remain unregulated. But America's pensions and savings have been devastated. The highest stakes exist in 2010 plus two. What are you going to do, man? What are you going to do? The stakes is high. You know the stakes is high. The stakes is high. You know the stakes is high. Thank you very much, Governor Keating and Mrs. Keating, Reverend Graham, to the families of those who have been lost and wounded, to the people of Oklahoma City who have endured so much, and the people of this wonderful state. To all of you who are here as our fellow Americans, I am honored to be here today to represent the American people. But I have to tell you that Hillary and I also come as parents, as husband and wife, as people who were your neighbors for some of the best years of our lives. Today our nation joins with you in grief. We mourn with you. We share your hope against hope that some may still survive. We thank all those who have worked so heroically to save lives and to solve this crime, those here in Oklahoma and those who are all across this great land and many who left their own lives to come here to work hand in hand with you. We pledge to do all we can to help you heal the injured, to rebuild this city and to bring to justice those who did this evil. This terrible sin took the lives of our American family, innocent children in that building only because their parents were trying to be good parents as well as good workers. Citizens in the building going about their daily business and many there who served the rest of us, who worked to help the elderly and the disabled, who worked to support our farmers and our veterans, who worked to enforce our laws and to protect us. Let us say clearly, they served us well, and we are grateful. But for so many of you, they were also neighbors and friends. You saw them at church or the PTA meetings, at the civic clubs or the ballpark. You know them in ways that all the rest of America could not. And to all the members of the families here present who have suffered loss, though we share your grief, your pain is unimaginable, and we know that. We cannot undo it. That is God's work. Our words seem small beside the loss you have endured, but I found a few I wanted to share today. I've received a lot of letters in these last terrible days. One stood out because it came from a young widow and a mother of three whose own husband was murdered with over 200 other Americans when Pan Am 103 was shot down. Here is what that woman said I should say to you today. The anger you feel is valid, but you must not allow yourselves to be consumed by it. The hurt you feel, 
must not be allowed to turn into hate, but instead into the search for justice. The loss you feel must not paralyze your own lives. Instead, you must try to pay tribute to your loved ones by continuing to do all the things they left undone, thus ensuring they did not die in vain. Wise words from one who also knows. You have lost too much, but you have not lost everything. And you have certainly not lost America. For we will stand with you for as many tomorrows as it takes. If ever we needed evidence of that, I could only recall the words of Governor and Mrs. Keating. If anybody thinks that Americans are mostly mean and selfish, they ought to come to Oklahoma. If anybody thinks Americans have lost the capacity for love and caring and courage, they ought to come to Oklahoma. <laughs> to all my fellow Americans beyond this hall, I say, one thing we owe those who have sacrificed is the duty to purge ourselves of the dark forces which gave rise to this evil. They are forces that threaten our common peace, our freedom, our way of life. Let us teach our children that the God of comfort is also the God of righteousness. Those who trouble their own house will inherit the wind. Justice will prevail. Let us let our own children know that we will stand against the forces of fear. When there is talk of hatred, let us stand up and talk against it. When there is talk of violence, let us stand up and talk against it. In the face of death, let us honor life. As St. Paul admonished us, let us not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. Yesterday, Hillary and I had the privilege of speaking with some children of other federal employees, children like those who were lost here. And one little girl said something we will never forget. She said, we should all plant a tree in memory of the children. So this morning, before we got on the plane to come here at the White House, we planted that tree in honor of the children of Oklahoma. It was a dogwood with its wonderful spring flower and its deep, enduring roots. It embodies the lesson of the Psalms that the life of a good person is like a tree whose leaf does not wither. My fellow Americans, a tree takes a long time to grow, and wounds take a long time to heal. But we must begin. Those who are lost now belong to God. Someday we will be with them. But until that happens, their legacy must be our lives. Thank you all, and God bless you.
People, The Mob, by Carl Sandburg, recited by Christopher D. Sims. I am the people, the mob, the crowd, the mass, but you know that all the great work of the world is done through me. I am the working man, the inventor, the maker of the world's food and clothes. I am the audience that witnesses history. The Napoleons come from me and the Lincolns. They die, and then I send forth more Napoleons and Lincolns. I am the seed ground. I am a prairie that will stand for much plowing. Terrible storms pass over me. I forget. The best of me is sucked out and wasted. I forget. Everything but death comes to me and makes me work and give up what I have. And I forget. Sometimes I growl, shake myself and spatter a few red drops for history to remember. Then I forget. When I, the people, learn to remember, when I, the people, use the lessons of yesterday and no longer forget who robbed me last year, who played me for a fool, then there will be no speaker in all the world say the name, the people, with any fleck of a sneer in his voice or any far-off smile of derision. The mob, the crowd, the mass will arrive then. Diversity in humanity, the genetic expression in variety, sex, race, skin color, mankind, but of different manner. Bob Marley once said, one blood, and of the different blood types, they all serve the same basic functions. Out of many, we are in one bond. With the social unrest we have with racism, disliking another for who they are, it is not so much the external which is the problem, it is the mindset to which we bear. Why are we fighting against each other? Who is the greater and the better? The flu virus can affect the black, brown or white. Anyone from any race and all can be great. We are all Adam's children, the human family from Eden, made as one by the Creator, the God of variety, our life giver. We all have our advantages, and all have their disadvantages. But let us value each other not by looks, but esteem each other as human beings. This is Jamar the Poet, expressing life through poetry. I got in the mental, and some began to say the threat, the talk about the threat that were out. Uh, what would happen to me from some of our six white brothers? Well, I don't know what will happen now. We've got some difficult days ahead. But it really doesn't matter with me now, because I've been to the mountaintop. Anybody, I would like to live a long life, longevity has its place. You can accept it. You will leave those state troopers blooded with their own barbarity. If you can accept it, you will do something that will transform conditions here in Alabama. This afternoon, however dark it may be, however difficult it may be, I know that it is true, the truth forever on the scaffold, wrong forever on the throne. Yes, sir. That is another part of that great statement. Yet that scaffold sways the future. Behind the dim unknown standeth God within the shadows, keeping watch above his own. William Cullen Bryant is right. Truth crushed the earth will rise again. The Bible is right. You shall reap what you sow. Now let me proclaim here and now that I am still convinced that the philosophy and practice of non-violence affords the more excellent way to improve the inadequacies existing in the American social system. The method of non-violent resistance is effective, and 
that it has a way of disarming the opponent. Chairman, I join my colleague, Mr. Rangel, in thanking you. 
Get to Old Navy now because this week only there's a new red hot deal every single day. Plus up to 50% off store wide. That's up to 50% off your favorite Old Navy styles. Also get $10 off your next purchase when you buy online and pick up in store. So hurry in and get today's wow worthy fashion pieces at a price you won't believe. Only at Old Navy. Valid 712 to 19. Select styles only. $10 off valid in store only. One time use. Excludes clearance, gift card, register lane items, jewelry. Get to Old Navy now, because this week only, there's a new Red Hot deal every single day. Plus up to 50% off store-wide. That's up to 50% off your favorite Old Navy styles. Also get $10 off your next purchase when you buy online and pick up in-store. So hurry in and get today's wow-worthy fashion pieces at a price you won't believe. Only at Old Navy. Valid 712 to 19. Select styles only. $10 off valid in-store only. One-time use. Excludes clearance, gift card, register lane items, jewelry.